This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock sponsor IT OneSource. Any IT products and services solutions can be acquired through IT OneSource. Connect with them today at rockrms.com slash sponsors. We're hitting number 20 today. Thanks for joining us. And we have quite a few exciting topics to talk about. We've got to start today with an introduction, though. We have our favorite resident Brit here with us. (laughs) Aaron France, all the way over from across the pond. And Aaron has a very interesting history with rock. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Aaron? All right. So, yeah, um, as Emily said, I'm based in the UK. And um, I started my kind of rock journey over there with a small church called Hope Church based in um, Northamptonshire. We were kind of transitioning. Um, we were increasing in members. We needed a way to track everything we were doing, all the groups that we had, and just deal with the scale of things. So we were looking for a solution out there. Uh, Rock kind of came along at the same time. It was in beta, and it seemed like a really good fit for us. So I started there just trying to implement things, trying to get going. Then there was a few kind of um, things we needed to tackle um, in terms of international kind of internationalization and integrations that we wanted. So I tra- started trying to um, build those, and that's kind of how I got into developing with Rock. You were on a kind of a different track at that point, weren't you? Like yeah. Like in your yeah. ministry? Yeah, so I was kind of looking at going into um, a kind of seminary, looking at perhaps going to becoming a pastor. But at the same time, I was kind of developing stuff with Rock, and I was kind of getting a, a kind of a passion for that. So at that point, I started looking at perhaps going into software engineering, going to university and studying that. And that's ultimately the kind of decision I made. So what university are you going to right now? Um, So I'm at Royal Holloway in London. Uh, I'm in my second year of software engineering there. Awesome. Now explain to to us how it is you became a Dallas Cowboys fan. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, that's, that's natural. So, <laughs> yeah, that was playing Madden in my bedroom with a friend. You're playing, oh, Madden, okay. Yeah, oh. Madden NFL 11. And you did that. why the Cowboys, though? I mean, because they were the only team I could win with. <laughs> <laughs> like, Tony Rams and Miles Austin lacrosse, yeah, on a four verticals just every time. Touchdown. So, it's not, a, what you're saying is it's not a very accurate video game. yeah I don't think Austin plays anymore (laughs) just kidding so Aaron how long are you here in the states with us okay yeah so I'm here for five weeks Um, this is the end of week one I've got four to go including the conference which I'm very excited for cool and so you get to join us in this 168 square foot office every day huh (laughs) that's quite the experience yeah (laughs) (laughs) Could you just be a little more descriptive how that's an experience? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I don't know how you fit like all of us in here right now. Uh, so there's three of us here like normally every day, which is a kind of squish anyway. But then, um, yeah, you've got the Star Wars banter, <laughs> which is like a huge part of Office. Right. Um, yeah, it's been actually really exciting. Um, it's like having the New Spring Innovation Board and just seeing kind of where things are going. That, that's been fun, and I'm just learning a lot 
which is really cool, and getting stuff done. Yeah, I don't know where we'd be without that whiteboard. That's like probably the best thing that's ever happened to this office space. And about every square inch of it is covered yeah. Yeah. with yes. plans and future ideas. Yeah, there's a lot of conference stuff. There's a lot of 6.0 stuff, some 7.0 stuff. So, And our task list for every day, for every week, I should say. So, yeah, we'd be hopefully lost without that. And it pretty much takes up one entire wall of our office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only f free space there is on the That's office right. is on the walls. Right. <laughs> oh, what else would we do with the wall? Good point. <laughs> so. All right. Well, we're very excited to have Aaron here with us for a while. And he mentioned being here for the conference. So I would really be remiss if I did not remind you the conference is coming soon. So we have 13 days left of open registration. That's right, you heard it, 13 days. That means August 18th is the last day to get your registration in. Stop procrastinating, go get that signature on your approval form, whatever you need to do to get that travel locked in so you can join us. You really do not want to miss the conference this year. Yeah, that's, it's no, gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Yeah. There's some stuff that you'll hear there that you won't hear anywhere else, so you have to be there to join us. The Rock community is gonna be coming together again. We've had some really exciting things uh, come out of last year's collaboration and you may hear some more about that at the conference this year you may have the opportunity to to start something fresh for next year that you can work on uh, starting you know this fall so you want to be there you want to connect with the community in this way meet the core development team if you haven't had a chance to do that if that's just been a digital thing so far um, you don't want to miss it so don't forget go to rock rms dot com slash rx 2016 and get that registration in you do not have much time left yes yes well let's talk about 5-0 okay we... oh yeah <laughs> do we have a 5-0 release we do 5-0 and 5-1 released about two weeks ago um there were a lot of updates family check-in um, it took a long time just to put the README enough together, so <laughs> it'll probably take you a long time to read through them. A lot of little things updated. Uh, we also just released an update yesterday, a 5.2, which is kind of a critical fix for something that was found. And we're already working on 5.3, which has e even some more um, things that came out since we've released it. We'll probably be releasing that in the next week or two. Um, so if you haven't downloaded it, download it, get it installed. Take a look at it. Good. What's the next topic? Q&A? Q&A. All right. Yeah, to you. So, uh, yeah, you guys, some of you guys have been absolutely doing exactly what we asked. You're, you're on the Q&A. You're looking at people's questions. You're helping. You're answering. You know, we're just going to call out a name uh, in particular. Jim Michaels has uh, been awesome, and we appreciate that. So everybody... Um, strive to, to be like that, answering as many questions as possible. Um, and I, we do want to kind of hint that we're going to have some integration soon between the Q&A and Slack so that when a new uh, message or a question gets posted to the Q&A, it'll notify somewhere in Slack. So that's coming, and uh, we'll talk more about that probably at the conference too. Definitely. And there's some other things too we want to do with the Q&A. We know we need to you know, upgrade it, add some features, search is coming. We're looking at some new technology as it applies to search, and instead of just hacking together some kind of better search for uh, the Q&A, we really want to uh, see if this new technology can help us out. Um, but that, that newer search technology is still in like the research and development stage, so 
I don't think we can commit to having that, but it's looking really good. And if it does work, it'll be incredible on the search. Take it from John. You want to be staying tuned for that. Yeah, well, I, I kind of, I mean, I'll be honest, I forget about the Q&A sometimes. I was out there last week, and it was, there's some really good discussion going on there that I think if you're only in Slack, you're actually missing out on that. Not mm -hmm. only can you help people who need help, but you can also learn stuff, too, uh, there, so... I mean, definitely get out there. We can't, it can't be one person right. monitoring that. Slack is a little bit of an easy button. You know, it's yeah. it's really Good easier, point. but it's not as um, f maybe fruitful. Right. Yeah, I mean, and Slack's only around for like three or four days at the moment. You know, if you want to go back and see something, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, gone. It, it's like most things in life that are easy. It's it's not necessarily the best way to do it. Right. Yeah. And the good thing with um, the Q&A is it can be Google searched. So at the moment, you know, if someone's looking for something you know, rock-based and they can't find it in the docs, they can just go and find that by using Google. You can't do that with Slack. That's, That's a great point. And, uh, you know, I, I just realized we didn't mention that Taylor's also joined us today <laughs> hey. in the podcast. So uh, Taylor Cavaletto, feel free to jump in at any point. Yeah, definitely. All right. So one of the other things that we're going to be uh, that's taking a lot of our free cycles, not that we have a lot of free cycles, but a lot of things that we're, we're looking at, trying to strategize on, is this really the donation models? Um, now that we're about a year into um, full time in Spark, we've, we've had some you know, more data, some more data points come in. And we really got to be focusing on, on the donation model. And so we're spending a lot of time looking at you know, how do we cast vision for that? Um, our, our goal and strategy, like it always has been, is to keep it uh, accessible and free uh, for those who can't afford it. But I think we need to do a better job communicating the need and what we achieve with what is given. So that's going to be a huge uh, component of the conference is really just kind of showing what we do with your investment. Uh, but besides that, too, we also need to work on a strategy of how do we get to fully funded. And so that's something that's taking up a lot of our time and mind share right now. And uh, we'll be talking more about it at the conference, and then coming out of the conference, we'll be obviously sharing it with those who weren't there too. Right. So um, it's one of those topics that's like so important, but it, every moment that we spend on it, I kind of like, well, I, I'd rather be, you know, actually implementing something or fixing something. Right. But without fixing this issue, code doesn't get developed. That's so it. it's right. really foundational. Yeah, and it's really the. We really have to get off the, we have two full-time jobs. You know, that's that's the thing that needs to change. Right, and I'm not sure everyone fully realizes that, that, you know, a large portion of the core team's time isn't spent on core, and uh, that's just because we're not fully funded yet. So, um... Well, just even what is the vision? Like, who, what is the core team? Like, how big is it? I think there might be misunderstandings there, too. Like, I think when you hear this podcast, you're thinking, wow, there's a lot of people all working... Yeah, that's <laughs> it's a Friday. A whole bunch of people came over to the office on our day off, yeah. and, and we're doing this podcast. But normally, there's like two and a half people here, um, and two developers, and Emily's helping us with, with with the finances and the counting. There's so much that goes into running a nonprofit that um, you have to do, and she helps us with all those details. Oh yeah. And, you know, one of the things I think we probably haven't done a great job of talking about on our end is the fact that Rock is um, 
protected and run by the nonprofit Spark. So I think that can be a little confusing to people right off the bat. Um, but we are a ministry, so we may look like a business if you're not super familiar with Rock and with what we're doing. But we're a ministry just like you in your churches and your ministries. Um, and so we function the same way that you do. You have people that need to focus on making sure the donated dollars get put into the right places and that the stewardship behind that has the you know the right vision in mind for the end goals. And we do that too. Um, so we are um, very concerned with the stewardship of your donations to Rock, and we put them to very great use. But if you have not picked up on that yet, again, I'm not sure we've done a great job to date communicating that we are a nonprofit, and we don't so we don't charge you to use Rock. So we get by solely on on the donations of the churches that are using it, finding value, and want to share it um, with churches that otherwise couldn't afford it. And that actually came up kind of during a board meeting recently, where. Um one of the board members was saying how at his church they do understand that Spark and Rock is a ministry and that they get it and they contribute money to Spark as if it's another ministry in their church. And that's an amazing like catch. If everybody could catch that, if all, all churches right. could understand that, I think we'd be fine. And God will, I'm sure, get us there at some point. That's good. Yeah, because our need is not that no, big it's not and we'll be sharing it like transparently what is the dollar need at the conference and then coming out of the conference we'll we'll definitely you know if you for some reason you can't make it i know some people are having uh, babies so they can't, yeah. they can't be there <laughs> which is a great excuse not to get to the conference. Yes, it it's about the only good one but um uh, but so we will communicate that but right but i think when people see what the need actually is i mean it's definitely not it's very achievable yeah and one of the great things that we're noticing is some stories trickling in from ministries that are using Rock that have never had a church management system before because they couldn't afford it. I know, Aaron, you shared that you're, the church you were working with at Hope, they were on spreadsheets and... and lots of paper. Oh, yes. my. Like, years worth of just paper documents that I, like, had to put in myself. That's <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, the transition from nothing to something, and when that something is Rock is huge, it makes an incredible difference. You know, you don't have to spend half a day searching through, you know, six years of back records. You can search it and it's there in five minutes, if that. And you can do aggregate data. You couldn't do that before if you had, like, paper. You had to, you know, tally that up somewhere. But with Rock, you can do a data in the report and it's there. And then you have all of that uh, power, all that information in the hands of the pastors who do not have to shuffle through all this stuff anymore. Right. They're able to, you know, help keep people from falling through the cracks, do the follow-up and the relational um, uh, the relationship building that otherwise can get lost in the shuffle when you can't find the information that you need. Exactly. So this gives powerful. Like, tools to decision makers and the people who need to be doing the, the real stuff, right? Right. And that, at the end of the day, is really why we ask for donations and why we do it for free. is so that these churches that might not have had the chance to have these tools can actually have them and use them. Yeah. Definitely. Paper um, trails can inhibit growth big time. So you have to pull some of those things together in order to get your organization ready to move to the next stage of growth, and we want to help with that. So, right. Well, can I just bring us abruptly into our marketing segment? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we yes, got, Nick, you can. We, we got invited. Intro music for oh, yeah. that we, marketing uh, segment? I could look into that. Okay. It's like conference season time, right? Exactly. So we got invited to go to NACC, um, so we were given a booth space, and we took that opportunity. And we got to, to go. I brought my wife. She uh, manned the booth with me. And uh, it's funny because one of the things that people would come up 
to the booth and ask um, when they found out it was free, they'd say, well, how, why is it free? And my wife would explain, well, it's, it's a ministry to us as well. Like we're engineers, we're software engineers and developers, and that's what we do. God gifted us to do that, and so that's our ministry. So it, it just goes, again, back to that um, philosophy. And I'll just touch on one other aspect, the financial side. I think originally when we first started strategizing on how we're going to fund Rock, we had a really low you know, percentage that we were asking churches to give. But at that time, Rock wasn't really fully featured. And it, I would say it didn't compete with all the other products. And I would say now we're either at or starting to go beyond where the other products are. So it makes more sense to me that, um, you know, our strategy is going to change a little bit with our, with our ask, what we're asking churches to do and give. So at NACC, we had a number of people come up and ask questions, and there was a lot of interest, but we were mostly there just to kind of have visibility to show um, churches that there's an, an option. Um, there were only a few other church management systems there. Uh, represented, I think the the buyout that's been happening in the industry has has affected um, that quite a bit, and I got to meet with some of those other um, churches or not churches, uh, vendors, and chat with them quite a bit. It was it was pretty interesting. Hey Nick, what's NACC? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the NACC is the North American Christian Convention. Apparently, it's a very long-running convention that started many, many, many years ago and uh, seemed to be more on the traditional Christian church side, um, and, but it seems like they're, re- they're, they're trying to reach a younger church mindset as well. But that was out in Anaheim, California this year. That's well, we it. We got to use our booth for the first time. I got that booth was... Almost a majority, vast majority of it was donated, so it was nice to... Yeah, that was really cool because that new booth has a monitor on it, and we were able to do live demos and uh, show people rock, like, actually do stuff with it, and it was pretty cool. Oh, that is amazing. Yeah. So coming up off of, tagging off of that is uh, the next uh, conference is the Leadership Summit. So Willow Creek has... Graciously donated an ad in in the notes section of the leadership summit this year. So, uh, all of the all of you who are going to leadership summit, be sure to look for that ad and, and share it with all those around you. Um, so that'll be huge. That's a huge uh, visibility uh, plug for uh, Rock, and we really appreciate that. Um, right. So be on guard the following week, all you guys, to look for another bump in the uh, Q and A and Slack community. Make sure to help people who are just getting started or looking for answers. That's right. If you're a longtime Rock community member, um, remember that as someone downloads Rock for the first time, they get an email with links to sign up for Slack, to go to the Q&A and look for information. So they're directed to the places where you are so they can connect with you. So keep an eye out for that. Welcome them and uh, see if you can give them a hand. And, and kind of tagging on with something that Nick said, too, he was talking about the free aspect of Rock, and that's certainly you know, a big selling point to a lot of people, and I think for good reason. But I think we all as a community need to be making sure that, yes, it's free, but it still is It's very dependent upon donation. And I think a lot of times people hear the word free, and that becomes the biggest selling point. And so there's a couple churches who, uh, large churches, who are, are calling us and saying, hey, we want to know more information about this. And every time they say the word free, I kind of like, 
Okay, yeah, it is free, but don't think of it as free. Like, we really are dependent upon your donations. It's free for those who, honestly, who simply cannot afford to pay. Right. right. We um, were even challenged by someone to not use the word free so early on in the messaging because it kind of sticks with them. Right. And it, it's unfortunate. It's not the reason to switch. Right. It's not the reason to move to rock. But it does give you an opportunity to partner with us in ministry in a unique way that you may not be partnered with in your church currently. Yeah, I think you're right. If it's if it is the only reason why you're you're actually switching, I don't know if I would like. If that's the only reason why you're switching church management systems, I think you probably should reconsider making sure that this is the right solution for you. I have no doubt that from a uh, ability perspective, it's the right choice. But of course, I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> but if it if it's if you're truly just doing it just because you can pay less, you know, you might you might need to think that through. You can definitely direct your money into ministry better. I mean, it's you can take the funds you're currently uh, using now for church management and know that the that the um, way that they'll be used with Rock will be more efficient and will have uh, be co- completely directed into helping other churches. I mean, that's yeah, it, it, it's a better kingdom investment. That it is. We're very low overhead, <laughs> and we and we love the fact that it's not a vendor client. It's not like. We own the product, and if you give us enough money, you can actually use it. It's here is the product. What do you want to build with it? What do you want to help us and invest in us to build into it for everybody? Um, so we really don't see ourselves as this is ours, and if you pay us enough, you can actually play in our sandbox. Right. And That's a good point, John. We're it, building a sandbox everybody's allowed to play in. Right. Now, there has to be, like every sandbox, there has to be some monitors that say, hey, please don't throw the sand. Some common law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And actually, yeah, that goes into another topic. But uh, <laughs> so there has to be, you know, some rules so that we're not building sandcastles that are encroaching on each other or collapsing on each other. Um, but we're more of the sandbox monitors, um, and we're we're so excited. I love seeing in Slack every day that there's churches innovating mm-hmm. together, not through us, but just amongst themselves and everybody gets benefit out of that and so we're here to provide the tools like slack to provide the the, the core functionality and the foundation for people to build cool things and the tools like this the rock shop to then deploy those cool things out out to everyone and i I think there is a lot of innovation going on amongst the churches i think there's a lot of innovation going on within the the church and i would just like urge you take the time the little bit extra time and package those things up and share them because the value added is multiplying if you share it, whereas it's 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 just a single. You know, you're doing addition when you're when you're just doing it within your church. You can multiply it um, if you share it in the rock shop, and it really doesn't take that much time. No, and if you don't want to sell it, if that's not your heart, you can package it up, put it in the rock shop, and offer it for free. Right. And so that would just be another thing. If if you're saying, well, my vision isn't to sell something, the church wouldn't want to accept. Uh, you know. Uh, income off of that you don't have to but share it please yeah yeah or you can you can just donate the income too that's another option that's true you drag that slider that's right whatever you charge you could donate that all back to spark yep um so we talked about the leadership summit i would just say too if, if you're not if you've not been to a leadership summit you really should go um it's one of those conferences that really i wouldn't be where i'm at today without that conference and i always say there's two things Two events that happened in my life, two ministries, that, uh, not ministries, that's the wrong term, two of these training and coaching sessions in my life that kind of got me to where I am in ministry. One is the Leadership Summit, you know, 
routinely going to that. Our, the church that I worked at, CCV, they heavily invested in, in staff going to that. And the other one was Alpha. When I was a new Christian, that just poured so much into me. And so that's a UK thing. So, right. Um, yeah, but it's huge. Alpha. And it's amazing. And I just, this summer I made my kids watch the Alpha videos. They have some new ones for youth that are like crazy good. Hmm. And uh, so he enjo- really enjoyed that. Um, so that's the Leadership Summit. Okay. Nick, do you want to talk about the survey we just sent out? Sure. We sent out a survey last um, Friday, I think it was, and it was just a simple, quick four-question four survey to get um, some data from you guys. And um, a fair number of people clicked the link, and a fair number actually then submitted the results. But some people <laughs> didn't finish. They, they clicked the link, looked at the survey, and never submitted it. So... Would that be because the survey was so long and difficult? No, it, no. John said it took about 10 seconds. We you called, called it, it a 30 second, but you were very conservative. That's good. Yeah, I didn't want to mislead anyone. Maybe somebody's an extra slow reader. I'm a slow reader, actually. Yeah. So, <laughs> so if you haven't yet completed your survey, please go ahead and do that. And uh, it, immediately we've seen a bump in the number of organizations now on the organizations page using Rock. Because that was one of the things we got out of that survey. It, it exposed them a little bit more. Yep, that's great feedback for us. So um, take a, 10 seconds and, and help us out. Just answer a few questions. When it's so important. and it's, I know it's only four questions, but those questions are so important to us. Like one of the, the most common questions we get is, how many pe- people are using rock? That's a great question. But because we don't put a gun to someone's head and say, pay us, right. we don't know. Um, we just let people download it. And we don't know. Like, we know how people actually downloaded it because we have to track that, um, thanks to the IRS. Uh, but and, and we're pretty conservative right now when we tell people how many, how many churches or organizations are using Rock. When another church uh, management system vendor came to our booth at NACC and saw, like, the full list, they were pretty shocked. Um, and I said, well, yeah, we, we, don't, we don't make them tell us if they're using it, so we don't really know. Right. But this survey is a great way for us to actually know who's using it, who's planning to use it. And that's so important to us because we're talking this to some future partners uh, who may want to make contributions. And that's one of the questions they ask. And we don't, you know, know the exact number or we, we're giving them a conservative number because we don't want to overstate. You know, it, it might dampen what they think the impact is. I think I've never had a conversation where people weren't impressed, but I think if they knew the true number, it might be more impressive. So take the survey. Also, it helps us to know how many people you know, attend the church because that gives us a big number to say, okay, this many lives are impacted by the right. software. Um, so it might seem like a silly four questions, but it's very important to us. Well, it also helps us not send you future emails that ask you uh, very basic questions, assuming that you're not using Rock if you are or that give you information that you've had for a year. Um, So we don't want to waste your time with unnecessary communications either. So that'll just help help us delineate who needs to hear what. Yep. Definitely. Well, I think that's a wrap for today, huh? Yep. So we've got a lot of stuff going on for the conference, a lot of conference talk yet to do uh, today. So we've got to hit hit that. Yes, we're never bored. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's the truth. All right, Taylor, okay. you want to take us out in prayer? Yeah, definitely. Uh, dear Lord, I just want to thank you for the impact that we've seen Rock create uh, amongst the church throughout the world, God. Uh, Aaron being one of those examples that it's not just the U.S. 
that were affecting, but like this is a global phenomenon. And I just want to thank you that we've been able to do this much with what we have, God. I just pray that as we enter into this new season, as we come up to this conference, that we just see our community come together, helping each other, helping the core team, God. I just pray that together we can do even more to further your kingdom, God. We've already seen this much, and we just want to see it grow exponentially. We pray this in your name. Amen. 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 This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock Partner Missional Marketing, an SEO and advertising services provider. Connect with Missional Marketing today at rockrms.com slash partners.